Denver Broncos are more than likely going to have a completely new looking defensive line here in the 2024 season. We'll talk about why DJ Jones might be a salary cap cut potentially and why Zach Allen might be the only familiar face on this defensive line here in the 2024 season. We're breaking down the defensive line for 2024 on today's episode, Locked on Broncos. You are locked on Broncos, your daily Denver Broncos podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Broncos country? Welcome into another episode, Locked On Broncos, where we're breaking down the defensive line here as we approach the beginning. Well, really kind of into the swing of the 2024 offseason already. We've been breaking down every position group so far this offseason. So go ahead and take a look at some of those previous episodes so you can find out what the Denver Broncos may be doing all across this roster here with free agency looming just a month away. And today's episode of Locked On Broncos is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's 150 bucks if your bet wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On to get started. And thank you so much to every single one of you that subscribes to the show on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts so that you can get every episode as soon as it's made available. Cody and I appreciate every single one of you so much for joining us and rocking with us every single day right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And before we kind of take a look at the Denver Broncos defensive line for 2024, we've got to see What was this unit looking like in 2023? Because I think there were expectations given the fact that two straight off seasons, one of the Broncos biggest acquisitions in free agency came on the defensive line, right? Obviously in 2022, they went out and they gave DJ Jones a three-year deal worth $30 million in total money. You follow that up by signing Zach Allen to a deal in 2023. That's worth over $15 million annually and so there's some expectations that come along with that now the Broncos defensive line hasn't exactly been patchwork up until this last season where you had two big name free agents you lose Draymond Jones in 2023 free agency to the Seattle Seahawks but you also lost some kind of underrated contributors there you lost Deshaun Williams to the Carolina Panthers as well. Ioma Uwazurike, who was supposed to be a factor in 2023, he ends up getting suspended for the entire 2023 season due to gambling on games last year. So there there were a lot of pieces that weren't necessarily in the right spots for the Denver Broncos, and they banked on certain guys coming through for them. Jonathan Harris probably being the primary one, right? Jonathan Harris kind of worked his way from being on the Chicago Bears practice squad to being somebody that the Broncos poached away and developing on their practice team and and getting preseason reps and finally ascending into that starting role. But it wasn't quite the same Shelby Harris type of story from Jonathan Harris in 2023, was it? I mean, there were times he made some he made some nice plays, but I think those big plays from Jonathan Harris were too few and far between the Broncos. Quite frankly, they could have probably used Shelby Harris on this team. And in fact, 
They brought Shelby Harris in for a visit right before the 2023 season started. Ultimately, couldn't come to an agreement with Harris on a deal. He ends up going and, and playing a significant role for the Cleveland Browns. Would have been nice for the Denver Broncos to have that because this defensive line was torched all throughout the year. I mean, we've mentioned all the names, but how about some numbers, right? The Broncos ranked 30th in run defense overall in 2023, 32nd in yards per carry allowed. And of course, we know that a lot of that, <laughs> it feels like a lot of that came in just that one Miami game. But even when the Broncos were playing really well defensively, that defensive line was really, they were struggling a lot to create pressure, to, to win the line of scrimmage. They, I mean, that 32nd in yards per attempt allowed, I mean, that 5.0 yards per carry allowed by this Denver Broncos defense, that is not sustainable throughout the course of a season. It's a huge reason why this team ultimately wasn't able to get off to a fast start. It's ultimately a huge reason why this team wasn't able to close out the season very well. They had some moments, right? That, but, but it felt like even remember that Buffalo game. I think the Buffalo game is kind of a great example where even when things are going the Broncos way, even when the ball is bouncing their way, they still nearly lost that game because they could not stop James Cook in that running game. Thankfully for the Broncos, James Cook fumbled a couple of times in that game, but it wasn't anything to do with how great the run defense was. I mean, teams were able to have their way against the Denver defense running the ball over 2,300 total rushing yards and 15 rushing TDs on top of the 5.0 yards per attempt allowed last season. That's simply cannot stand it's it's not going to be sustainable for the Denver Broncos going forward so we know that the 2023 defensive line it's going to look a lot different and and quite frankly from the top down right because Marcus Dixon the team's defensive line coach the last couple of seasons he has now left to go work for Brian Flores and the Minnesota Vikings so the Broncos are going to have a new defensive line coach at the time of this recording we don't know who that's going to be. We're still waiting. It's TBD to be determined. We're waiting to find out. But I think in 2023, we can definitively say, I think Zach Allen sort of lived up to expectations, got off to a slow start. People are wondering, was this really a, a, a good alternative to Draymond Jones or should the Broncos have tried a little bit harder to keep Draymond around? I think we saw over the course of the remainder of the season, the duration of the season, that clearly Zach Allen was a better pickup in the offseason. Seahawks fans are on Twitter are wondering, can we get out of the Draymond Jones contract? Whereas Zach Allen leads the Denver Broncos in QB hits at 24. He kind of lived up to his billing as a top flight pass rusher from that defensive line. But was it consistent enough? Even leading the team, was it consistent enough? I don't know. I think there's another level that Zach Allen can continue to get to but he's still an ascending player, right? I mean, it's not like he's in his formative years anymore, but I think he's still ascending. I think he's going to continue to get better and better. So I expect Zach Allen to take another step forward in 2024, but maybe a disappointing player for, for some. And it, it, it's it, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Of course, you watch every single game. You can't just evaluate based on statistics because we know that, especially with defensive linemen, Statistics don't always tell the entire story. And th that's the case with, with DJ Jones, the Broncos' big money free agent pickup back in 2022. Came over from the San Francisco 49ers where, I mean, he was racking up tackles for loss. He was making a lot of plays behind the line of scrimmage, not necessarily 
as a pass rusher, but certainly as a run defender. And you expected the Denver Broncos to get one of the best run defenders in free agency that year when they brought in DJ Jones. He finishes last season with five tackles for loss, two sacks, four quarterback hits. And we did see DJ Jones jump off the tape at times against the run. And you can't expect a guy, a single player, to really excel when it comes to stopping the run all by himself. The 5.0 yards per carry allowed, that's not all DJ Jones's fault, is it? I mean, the 30th ranking 30th in total rushing yards allowed, that's not all DJ Jones's fault. But you expect that unit to be so much better with his presence out there, along with Zach Allen. So with those two guys playing the majority of games for the Broncos last year, it does make you wonder, why was that run defense so bad? Why is the why is the overall pass rush? Why, why are the Broncos getting blown off the line of scrimmage defensively? I think the personnel at that position group is going to change pretty substantially going forward. And it leads us to some questions that we may have about that unit moving on. Because it, are the Broncos going to see wholesale changes outside of Zach Allen? There's, there's definitely a chance, like I mentioned earlier, DJ Jones could be cut this offseason by the Broncos. He's served the first two years of his three-year deal at this point. Broncos could move on from him. And there's a number of other question marks with players who are hitting free agency, players who may or may not be back this coming season. And we're going to hit on all those questions on today's brand new episode, Locked on Broncos. Today's episode, Locked On Broncos, is brought to you by FanDuel. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins. And you can bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with things like quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and so much more. Hey, football season is over. Unfortunately for Broncos fans out there, the Kansas City Chiefs have won back-to-back Super Bowl champ uh super bowl titles there but the hey maybe you shifted your focus long ago to the denver nuggets and nikola Jokic going back to back as nba champs right and you can check out the money line spreads and maybe check out that mvp race where the joker is currently the favorite maybe an easy one for you right there just go ahead visit fanduel.com slash locked on and shoot your shot today fanduel official sportsbook partner of the nba We're going to answer some big-time questions today for the Denver Broncos on the defensive line. Will DJ Jones be back? Which free agents could end up being back? And and could it just be Zach Allen as the only really familiar face on this defensive line? I think that may be the case, and I'm going to tell you why on today's episode, Locked On Broncos. But I want to say thank you and give a huge shout-out to every single one of you that makes Locked On Broncos your first listen of the day every single day, wherever and however you listen to podcasts. Hey, if you throw us on when you're on the treadmill, when you're on your way to or from work, we appreciate you so much for doing so. Or if you're just chilling on the couch watching the show on YouTube, we appreciate you for tuning in. However you choose to do so every single day means the world to us. And we love getting to do this during the offseason. We're breaking down every position group this offseason. And hey, Free agency, it's only about a month away at this point. So the wait is almost over for the Denver Broncos to start making moves. And I think you can expect some things to go down even before that. So stay tuned in every single day right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network where it's your team every day. Broncos fans, 
the defensive line is probably going to get a huge makeover in 2024. And I don't think it's necessarily the best idea for the Broncos just to, to be moving on from guys for the sake of doing it, right? You see all these sorts of things about, well, the salary cap and the Broncos are about 25 million over the salary cap right now. And they need to find ways to get under. So what everybody's doing is they're going on, you know, spot track or over the cap and they're kind of able to play around with the roster, see which players they can cut, restructure. And unfortunately, kind of what people do is they see who they can all cut and find the most potential cap savings by cutting as many players as possible and getting the Broncos to a position where they could totally revamp the roster and free agency. We just really don't see that happen very often. But I do think that this is an offseason where we could see the team sort of overhaul just a little bit and overhaul the strategy, right? Because we heard general manager George Payton a few weeks back. He said that the Broncos would not be players in that first wave of free agency. And what does that mean? Well, what that means is the first wave of free agency is really those players that are commanding the biggest dollars and cents on the open market, right? That for the Broncos last year, that would have been players like Mike McGlinchey, Ben Powers, Zach Allen, guys that are commanding eight-figure salaries near the top end of their market. That's not the game the Broncos are going to play in 2024, at least from what we've heard. And really, that's not the, the game that they should be playing in the 2024 offseason anyway. They don't need to be going out and making one big splash after another. Of course, you would love to see somebody like, Chris Jones or Justin Matabuike from the Baltimore Ravens come to Denver and bring those, you know, 25 to 30 plus quarterback hits along with them. But more than likely, I think we're going to see the Denver Broncos employ a strategy of quantity, not necessarily sacrificing quality, but certainly when it comes to those first wave type of free agent guys like Chris Jones, Justin Matabuike, things like that. I think we're going to see the Denver Broncos do that. But in order to do that, I think they got to answer a big time question about DJ Jones. Like I said, he was a big time free agent pickup in 2022, three years, $30 million. You have to ask yourself the question, has he lived up to that price tag? And is he worth nearly a 13 million cap hit in 2024? Broncos could save almost 10 million, 9.7 plus million dollars by cutting DJ Jones this offseason. And I think with that kind of money, they could certainly, they could certainly go out and find maybe a couple of starting caliber players. And, and I, I'm not saying that as a slight to DJ Jones. I just think at this point, the Broncos have to weigh, is this a guy that's worth a $13 million cap? Cap tag. I mean, and, and that's a fair question to be asked because we don't see a ton of pass rush productivity from DJ Jones. Does he open things up for other guys? Absolutely. Is he a plus run defender a lot of the time? I would say, yeah, he's, he does a really good job out there. But is he enough to warrant that $13 million tag? I'm saying personally, if I'm George Payton, I'm saying no. And I'm saying that you can go out and save that $9.7 plus million on DJ Jones and go out and get some other players in free agency. And I think there's going to be some connections to Vance Joseph, maybe to Sean Payton, even from his days in New Orleans, obviously Cody Rager, who is now in the front office in Denver could see some connections to the saints coming into play. I think you could also see some connections to whoever the new defensive line coach ends up being. So there's a lot of factors at play here, looking at former saints, former Vikings maybe with connections to George Payton. 
and connections to the Cardinals and Vance Joseph and maybe even some whoever comes in at that new defensive line coach position, I would not be surprised if the Broncos go bulk buying. They're going to Costco for, for some defensive linemen this offseason, and I think that's a great place for them to be in because they don't have the NFL draft capital to, to be able to say, hey, we're going to prioritize defensive line in this year's NFL draft. I just don't, with, with the amount of picks the Denver Broncos have right now, I don't think that's the wise course of action. They have other areas that they need to attack in this NFL draft class that they're not that I'm not saying they need to forsake the the defensive line in the 2024 draft but certainly with that 12th overall pick imagine Broncos country right now if the Broncos take a defensive lineman at 12 overall with issues at the quarterback position wide receiver you know other edge the, the edge position the cornerback position potentially there's just so many other areas of this team where you really need to attack the defensive line with that Costco or, or Sam's Club mentality in free agency. And what do I mean by that? You need to get the best bang for your buck. You need to go out and get, you know, some defensive linemen that you can trust, defensive linemen who have produced well over the course of time, but you need to be able to get them like a, a, a huge, you know, 24 pack. You need to be able to get two or three guys for the price of one or two, right? At least in terms of what we're talking about with, let's just continue to use DJ Jones for an example, a $13 million cap hit. You could probably find two quality starters in free agency on the defensive line to accumulate for nearly 13 million on your salary cap this year. So that's where I'm saying, I think the Broncos will cut DJ Jones and go kind of Sam's club or Costco shopping, if you will, at that position. And it leaves questions about whether or not Jonathan Harris, who's a pending free agent, will come back. I don't think we're going to see him back with the Denver Broncos unless it's as a depth or rotational piece. Mike Purcell, I think you could see him back as a rotational guy, but he just he doesn't play a, a large enough role to really be a factor in not signing other guys in free agency, right? Mike Purcell plays less than 40% of the snaps for you defensively. So it's not like you're saying, hey, he's going to be a full-time starter, full-time player. And he's a nice rotational piece. And I think being that he's from Colorado, that he's going to want to stay in Denver and play for the Broncos, but time will tell in that. And Ioma Uwazurike, I mentioned him before. He's another major question mark this season. I don't know that we're going to see him back with the Denver Broncos. We saw a number of other players last year around the league suspended by the NFL for betting on games, specifically their own team's games, and those players were pretty much unanimously cut by their teams across the board. For whatever reason, the Broncos decided to keep Uwazurike on their roster. So does that mean that they're going to keep him for 2024? I don't think so. I think that they're going to maybe just evaluate and see what their options are. But certainly it, it's it's worth monitoring. He hasn't played much since he came out of Iowa State in 2022 as a fourth round pick where you felt like the Broncos got a really good value there. Potential top 100 player, somebody who could eventually start for you. That doesn't that may not be in the plans anymore. So I think you need to go bulk shopping on the defensive line in free agency, get into the NFL draft, feeling comfortable with the starters that you have in that unit and somebody that could factor into the 2024 plans. Actually, a former third round pick of the Arizona Cardinals, Richard Lawrence, who is somebody that I want to talk about as we get to kind of what are our expectations or what do we think is going to happen in this 2024 defensive line for the Denver Broncos. I'll talk about Richard Lawrence, talk about maybe some free agency options as well on today's episode, Locked on Broncos. 
Today's episode, Locked On Broncos, is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. As we jump into the fourth quarter of today's episode, Locked on Broncos, I want to give a huge shout out and say thank you to every single one of you that makes Locked on Broncos your first listen of the day every single day. We appreciate you, Broncos country, for rocking with us all throughout the offseason. Plenty of more fun content to come as the Denver Broncos. I mean, they're changing a lot this offseason. The quarterback position going to be a major focus, but also defensively, there's a number of underrated storylines at every level of the defense. And I think starting with the defensive line where we talked about the major questions, are you going to cut DJ Jones and you're going to kind of replace him by bulk buying in free agency? Do you attack this position in the NFL draft? Are you bringing back Mike Purcell, Jonathan Harris? Who's going to be comprising the 2024 defensive line for the Denver Broncos? And I think it all starts with whoever the new defensive line coach is, right? Right. At, like I said, at the time of this recording, we don't know who that defensive line coach is going to be. But after the Jim Leonard hire in the defensive backfield, I think we can expect Sean Payton to go big or go home in terms of who he's bringing in to coach up this defensive line. I do think that we're going to see the Broncos make the defensive line a point of emphasis because Man, you you rank 32nd in yards per attempt allowed. You rank 30th in rushing yards allowed. That's not going to cut it. And that was a, a weak link of this defense that ultimately led to the Broncos being one of the worst defenses in franchise history over the course of the first five or six weeks of the 2023 season, right? I mean, we saw them just absolutely getting gashed one after another. It didn't matter who they were facing off against. Every team, it was a get-right game for that team. And, and you could point to any number of games that this team lost because of the way that they defended the run. I mean, you could look at an example as extreme as the Miami game where, I mean, Raheem Mostert and the the A-chain out there were running buck wild against the Denver Broncos. How about that New York Jets game where that big run by Brees Hall at the beginning of the second half really set the Jets up to control and dictate the pace of that second half of the game and ultimately beat the Broncos on a turnover late. There's there's so many games. The Chicago game, the, the Broncos nearly lost that game because they couldn't stop anything that the Bears were doing. So it all comes back to Washington commanders and others popped into my head. So you, you see that the Broncos really need to emphasize the defensive line and not just from a run defense standpoint, but also from a penetration consistency standpoint, when it comes to rushing the passer, the Broncos were forced during that winning streak that they had, they were forced to send blitzers a lot of the time because the defensive front wasn't consistently able to generate a lot of pressure. Now we, we see that Zach Allen had a lot of individual success, 
But over the course of the season, the consistency was just not there from those guys up front defensively for the Denver Broncos. You need to have guys that can, I'm not saying they need to go out and have 30 quarterback hits every single time, you know, every, every year, right? And they don't have to average two quarterback hits a game, but you need guys that can provide you consistent enough pressure. Players like... Shelby Harris, quite frankly, who the Broncos probably should have signed last year right before the start of the season. Just somebody who's going to, you know what you're going to get. This is somebody who's not going to be a liability out there. And I think when you take a risk with a player like Jonathan Harris, it's great for the player because you see how hard he's been working behind the scenes. I mean, three different coaching staffs kept Jonathan Harris in the mix and he ends up starting for, for Sean Payton's team last year after starting off with Vic Fangio's guys. But, but I just don't think that's the route the Broncos need to go. They need to raise the floor on the defensive line in 2024. Interesting idea that they had by bringing in Rashard Lawrence, a former third-round pick of the Arizona Cardinals, who, hey, expectations, bring him down a little bit. He signed a reserve futures contract, but I like that they did that. They went and got after a guy that was, you know, top 100-type player out of LSU just a handful of years ago. You take a low-risk, high-reward option on a guy who could potentially be a factor in your rotation. Not saying he's going to come out there and start right away, but I like the pickup of Rashard Lawrence on the defensive line and his familiarity with Vance Joseph's defensive scheme, at least as far as you know the, the things that he's going to be familiar with, where we know Vance Joseph ran an iteration of the Vic Fangio defense last year in Denver. And, and I think Rashard Lawrence is an intriguing fit from that vantage point. But then you look at free agency where, of course, your eye is immediately drawn to some potential New Orleans Saints ties. And somebody who had a really good year last year with the Houston Texans is former Saints first-round pick Sheldon Rankins. And he's somebody that I think for less than probably $10 million a year, you could be looking at a significant contributor on your defensive line going forward. A starter, somebody who's consistent, somebody who, again, raises the floor on that defensive line for you if you're the Denver Broncos. And there's plenty of other guys out there that, man, you just look up and down. You want to take a shot on a a former first-round pick that didn't quite work out at his first stop? How about Javon Kinlaw, who could be leaving the San Francisco 49ers this offseason as well? There's guys like that that I think the Broncos, they don't necessarily have to go with all younger guys who are just coming off their first contract. They could do a mix of veterans and players who have proven themselves over time. They could take a risk here and there. But I think you you take that potentially that $13 million that you could be saving in cap space from DJ Jones and you allocate it to a few different guys. You could probably get two or three impact players, like I said before, from that one price tag right there. So that's what I would be doing. If I'm Sean Payton, George Payton, Cody Rager, and the Denver Broncos, I'd be going out there and and with the fresh eyes in the personnel department with Cody Rager coming in from the Saints as the new VP of, of personnel in Denver, I would be looking at these defensive linemen that are available and saying, hey, who can come in and give us the best bang for our buck? Who's going to raise the floor that... Uh, Last season, the Broncos are are eight and nine, right? And, and they start off the year one and five. So we know the final 11 games of the season, this is a seven and four team. So the majority of the year, the Broncos are a pretty darn good team. Sticking in first place, you know, contention with the Chiefs. One game behind first place with about a month or so to play in this season. Kind of crazy when you think about it. But look, 
what does that mean? That means if the Broncos don't just completely bottom out defensively in the first month and a half of the season, this team could have probably won nine or 10 games. And with a better defensive front, I I would say, I know we can't go down the hypothetical world too much. You can't make any guarantees in the hypothetical world. But if the Broncos had a better defensive line to open the year, if they if they were winning at the point of attack, and if they weren't getting just absolutely washed out of plays, if they weren't forcing the linebackers to have to be over-aggressive and, and take poor angles, if this defensive line would have played at even an average level over the first month and a half, I think the Broncos are in the playoffs in 2023. So this is a, a crucial piece of this roster going forward. The Broncos have to evaluate what are they going to do here. It's it's critical. It's mission critical, and I think it's going to be a point of emphasis. So don't be surprised. Even though the Broncos may not be in the first wave of free agency, don't be surprised if you see some of the bigger names that they bring in in 2024 free agency be along this defensive line. And we'll find out, Broncos country, as we take a look at the edge position in tomorrow's episode of the show are the Broncos going to add some pass rushers in free agency? We know they've got young guys, Jonathan Cooper, Nick Benito, obviously Baron Browning, who's converted to the edge, Drew Sanders, who we talked about in that off-ball linebacker episode. He's kind of floating between positions. Got a lot of youth off the edge. Do the Broncos need to go out and get a top dog off the edge in free agency? We're going to break down the 2023 season for these edge guys. We're going to break down what could happen in 2024 and major questions about that edge position. But thanks once again for tuning into Locked on Broncos every single day, wherever and however you listen to podcasts in Broncos country. Stay tuned this offseason. We've got some big things coming in terms of what this team is going to be able to do. You don't want to miss a single episode right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM.